Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, y'all. I'm going to be honest. I cannot stop thinking about Cozy, which is some of the most thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living that I've ever seen. And we have talked about Cozy's beautiful products before, but I really want to harp on the Cozy experience itself. Because not only is the delivery fast and free, but the purchasing process itself is actually fun. As someone who is notoriously bad at making decisions and commitments to things, the fact that Cozy allows me to fully customize pieces and to then physically see them in my space through an augmented reality, well, they fully eliminated my fear of commitment. And when I say the furniture itself is so elegant, I mean it. Everything is carefully designed in Canada with the intention to enhance any space with high quality products at a fair price. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com to start customizing your furniture today. That's C-O-Z-E-Y dot com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. I know I do. But I think it's equally as important to know what you do with that time if you had it. But learning how to prioritize what's important to me didn't come naturally. It's taken a lot of wonderful, loving people, including a couple of really great therapists, to get me there. Now, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I do believe the world would be so much better if everyone had access to a good therapist that did the right thing for them. But until we get to my perfect utopia, I will never stop searching for ways to make self-help and therapy and life improvement more accessible. So if you have personally been thinking of starting therapy, maybe BetterHelp is the right thing for you. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And ideally, if you find the right match for you, we can all learn how to make time for what makes us really happy. Visit betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. I had one of the busiest weekends of my life and I am very exhausted, but feeling fulfilled and grateful because I live in a city that is so beautiful and so diverse and really celebratory when it comes to things like pride. And even though I don't always celebrate the main parade events because it's a lot of people and I get a little overwhelmed and overstimulated, the fact that there are so many other themed parties nearby is really exciting for me because I got options. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized I don't think we've ever had a real formal conversation about pride. And by now, you're probably very used to seeing things reminding us that Pride Month happens every June because most corporations celebrate with rainbow flags. And as amazing as that is to me, just because rainbows are really happy and cute, one of my favorite things to remind people is that Pride, the original Pride, was a riot. And if you've never heard of the Stonewall Uprising in 1969, there was a series of spontaneous protests by members of the gay community in response to a police raid that had begun in the early hours of June 28th 
1969 at the Stonewall Inn in the Greenwich Village neighborhood of Lower Manhattan. Patrons of the Stonewall and other village lesbians and gay bars, as well as people from the neighborhood, fought back as police became violent. And it's really important to remember that in the 50s and 60s, there were very few establishments that welcomed gay people. And the ones that did were often run by organized crime groups due to the illegal nature of gay bars at the time. The homophobic legal systems of the 1950s and 60s prompted a lot of pro-queer activism, But remember that in the 1960s, there was a lot of social political movements also popping off, including the civil rights movement, the counterculture of the 60s, and the anti-Vietnam War movement. Anyway, the Stonewall Inn was owned by the mafia, and while police raids on gay bars were routine in the 60s, officers quickly lost control of the situation at the Stonewall Inn on the 28th of June in 1969. And obviously, because police had been raiding this place for so long, tensions were rising between the police and the gay residents of the Greenwich Village. And when I say police raids were frequent, I mean, on average, they came once a month at every single bar, to the point where many bars kept extra liquor in a secret panel behind the bar or in a car down the block to facilitate resuming business as quickly as possible if alcohol was seized because that was a common move. But it wasn't uncommon for bar management to know about raids beforehand due to police tip-offs. And more often than not, the cops came early in the day so there was more time to resume normal business procedures once they leave. On a typical raid, basically all the lights will get turned on All of the customers will be lined up and checked for identification. Those without ID or dressed in full drag were arrested. No questions asked. Others were allowed to leave. Some of the men, including those in drag, often used draft cards as identification. And women were required to wear three pieces of feminine clothing and would be arrested if not found wearing them. And... More often than not, the employees and the management of the bars supplying alcohol to these people were also arrested. The period immediately before June 28, 1969, was marked by frequent raids of local bars, including a raid at the Stonewall Inn on the Tuesday before the riots, and a closing of the Checkerboard, the Telestar, and two other clubs in the village all around the same time. And this raid in particular on June 28th started at 1.20 a.m. That Saturday, four plainclothes officers in dark suits, as well as two patrol officers in uniform, arrived at the Stonewall Inn's double doors and announced police were taking the place. And the music was turned off, the main lights were turned on, and approximately 205 people who were in that bar that night, I'm sure panicked, as I would anyway, Of course, by this point, some people had experience with raids, so tried to run, but the police barred the doors, and the raid apparently did not go as planned. Standard procedure was to line up the patrons, check their IDs, and have the female police officers take customers dressed as women to the bathroom to quote-unquote verify what they believed to be dressing as your gender. But if you appeared to be physically male but dressed as a woman, you would automatically be arrested. But that night, those dressed as women refused to go with the officers, and men in line began to refuse to produce their IDs, so the police decided to take everyone present to the police station after separating those suspected of cross-dressing, as they called it, into a room in the back of the bar. 
and both the patrons and the cops recalled that a sense of discomfort spread very quickly, spurred by the police who began to assault some of the lesbians by feeling them up inappropriately while attempting to frisk them. The police also seized eight cases of beer, 19 bottles of hard liquor, but the patrol wagons that were going to take those away hadn't arrived for a while, so patrons were required to wait in line for 15-ish minutes, and those who were not arrested immediately were released at the front door, but they didn't leave as quickly as usual. Instead, they stopped outside, and because a crowd began to grow and watch, it increased to 100 to 150 people outside, and apparently police were forcefully pushing and kicking patrons out of the bar, while some customers released by the police performed for the crowd by posing, saluting the cops, and just roasting them and getting hyped up in a crowd. The point is, the crowd outside grew to at least 10 times the number of people who were being arrested, and because of the delay of all of the wagons, tensions kept rising. And as the cops started escorting certain mafia members and employees out into the wagons that were there, bystanders started singing, we shall overcome, and shouting, gay power. And at this point, it's not wild yet until an officer shoves a person in drag who responded by hitting him on the head with his purse and the crowd began to boo and as rumors that the patrons inside the bar were being beaten some bottles started to be thrown and eventually it turned into a pretty violent scene where cops were hurting people and the bystanders were not backing down and because of this a year after this uprising to mark the anniversary on june 28 1970 the first gay pride marches took place in chicago la new york and san francisco so within a few years gay rights organizations were founded across the u.s and the world and today we have these pride events annually in june to honor the stonewall riots And it stresses me out that so many people don't know the history and the pain and the importance of these stories and some of the iconic heroes that were there that created a change for the betterment of society. And although there are a ton of historical verified details from the Stonewall riots I left out because of the excessive violence, I do think that this stuff is really important. And if you like me talking about history stuff, I'd love to do more of it reach out and let me know if you're into it. Either way, I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye cutie.